0: I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is the Food About Town podcast. I talk to the people that make the Rochester food and drink scene interesting, and we go on plenty of tangents along the way. This is episode 50 of the Food About Town podcast. In this episode, we recorded live at the Eastman Theater at the heart of the XRIJF, the Xerox Rochester International Jazz Fest, and I talked with Amanda Antonor, We talked about the food selections in and around the Jazz Fest. Uh, This was the one that was a little shorter. Amanda was short on time, but we talked about the food. We talked a little bit about the Jazz Fest itself. We also talked about her uh, restaurant reviews that she does for the Democrat and Chronicle as well. Since this is the 50th episode of the Food About Town podcast, I'd like to take a second to those that are regular listeners to the podcast to those that have come up and said hi to me and said that they're enjoying what I'm doing and to those that have reached out online as well. uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. It's been a lot of fun doing 50 episodes. I've got a lot more in me and I'm really hoping to keep on talking to the interesting people in and around Rochester. And, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate all the feedback and support so far, so all I'd ask is, if you do enjoy the podcast, please share it out. I'd love to get more people listening, and 50 episodes is, I mean, just, it's, it's been a pleasure so far. So I hope to do plenty more, and I really love more people to listen. So um, give it a share out, and enjoy this talk with Amanda Antonor, recorded live using my portable podcast rig at the Eastman Theater. Thanks, everyone. <music> recording live here at the Eastman Theater, right in the middle of the Jazz Festival, and I've got Amanda Antonor here. How you doing today, Amanda? Good,
1: Chris. How are you? It's hot. It is, but we're in the nice air-conditioned section. Yeah, we, so. we
0: got we got through the we got through the VIP door thanks yes. to you. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's pleasant in here. It this is. is nice.
1: Yeah, a lot of the indoor club venues, actually, all of them have very um, good air conditioning Robust air
0: conditioning for days like today.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're here on Sunday, uh, day three of the Jazz Fest, and they say that the high is going to be around 93, I think.
0: My car said 92, but my car is a consistent liar. Yeah. It always thinks it's hotter than it is.
1: Which is all the more reason to stock up on your beverages and stay hydrated. Oh, look at that.
0: (laughs) That was good. So... so I, I spent some time here last night, Saturday night. We were I was checking out some of the food stuffs, looking at what's out there. So I think that's probably the best way to start. I mean, Jazz Fest has really become a major food venue. It has you know, a lot of the festivals are, but Jazz Fest definitely is
1: Yeah, well we're not as big as some of the other Rochester festivals such as Park Ave or Lilac, because our focus is obviously on the music and the, you know, artistic side of things, but the fact that you can walk around from venue to venue, everything was in is is within a certain footprint. And then in between, wherever you're going, there is a place to grab a drink, a place to grab some food, meet up with friends. And not only do we have so many amazing vendors on the street, but obviously there are so many good downtown restaurants that people can go to that maybe they don't get a chance to visit very often.
0: Yeah, I mean let's I mean, I guess let's start with the on site because we've got We've got a minor food truck rodeo happening here every single day.
1: Yeah, we have quite a number of trucks as well as booths. Um, We've got Macarolan food truck, Marty's, the meatball truck, uh, poutine. Sweet Sammy Janes is new for us this year. She's yeah, a dessert they're, truck. They're
0: new this year, and I've been really impressed with the quality of stuff they're what putting out, too.
1: What did you try? I had,
0: at one of the rodeos, I had um, beignets, and I mm-hmm. had um, some macarons. Yeah. Not macaroons. Yeah, Those made with coconut.
1: You have to say it with a French pronunciation. I know. it's a sh- <laughs> I, I, I try
0: not to use that accent as much as I can help it, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the, the beignets were dynamite. They were best I've had... Around good really. to
1: know. I have yet to try anything off of the truck. I'm trying to save my sweet tooth until the final day, perhaps, <laughs> so I'm not just all hyper on sugar. But yeah. um we've also got uh the cheese and confused truck is back this year. They came a few years ago and then took a break, and now they're back again. So
0: I mean, it seems like there's really seems like people really engage with the trucks and the stands really well, absolutely. And I noticed you know, you have the, there's a bunch of stands, so I mean, right on Main Street, right on East Ave, mm-hmm. there's their stands. I saw was at uh, Ludwig's.
1: Um... Yes, and they have their storefront here on Gibbs year-round. So yeah. it's actually a perfect opportunity for them. They can do everything right out of their shop that's here. Um, and they've, they've got a few different locations. They're over in front of the big tent. They're also inside the big tent. Um, different menus at different spaces. And then on East Ave on the weekends, they've got just kind of hots and ha- hamburgers and right.
0: stuff. Right. And I saw over there, there was... Oh, Abbott's, there's a cheese yep. place. I mean, it's, it's really diverse. There's a lot of different stuff here.
1: Yeah, we have a sponsor who's returning to our partner family, which is hell of a good. And most people know them for their dips and their cheeses. Absolutely. Um, and they are giving out samples and they have a tent that they're going to be hosting. Um, let's see, what day are they doing uh, the hosting? I actually can't remember but they're doing like a big tasting (laughs) sampling event and there's actually other stuff that's going on in that tent on the corner of chestnut and east ave Uh, visit rochester has put together a taste of new york sampling oh cool yeah so that's going to be later in the week on um, thursday i believe so yeah you can come in and and try different a lot of restaurants are participating as well that are local oh so
0: that'd be really cool i mean Mm -hmm. especially I mean, there's so many, so many things open to everybody here. Yeah, absolutely, and there's definitely stuff that's not. But there's tons of things that are open to everybody. Um, obviously, live music. I was seeing a lot of. You've seen some bands yesterday. It was a yeah. was it a high school orchestra high school yeah, band we, yesterday? We kick
1: off every day with some school bands. They used to be just the high school bands, but we've actually got some elementary and middle school bands really? this year. And there um, are a few colleges as well that participate. Yeah. So uh, they start some days as early as three forty five and they play until about six o'clock every day. So That's great. it's great to see all the families out in front of the stage cheering their kids on and the family members just, you know, not usually having Having an opportunity to see um, their nieces, nephews, grandchildren participating in an event like this, and it's really wonderful to help yeah. bring the youth into the into the event.
0: Especially, they also you know they're also camping out. They're getting a great spot for the stuff later. Exactly. So <laughs> they get early. here early
1: enough that they can just hang out for the rest of the night and take in all the excellent concerts and all the great food that we have to offer.
0: Yeah. So going through some of the other stuff, I I saw there was. There was an artichoke something or other?
1: Artichoke French, okay. yes. She's been uh, a vendor with us for almost since the beginning. Really? Yeah. Wow. So she um, she does, obviously, classic artichoke French, escarole and beans, a deep-fried artichoke, and then you can do a combination with all of that together. So I haven't gotten it this year, but I usually get it at least once a year.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. And then something that was unique and I think new this year was the there was like a Caribbean...
1: Caribbean Wraps? It's uh, the second year that they've been here. It's called Island Wraps. And they um, are in front of the Big Tent, the Rochester Regional Health Big Tent. They do chicken wraps, curry chicken wraps, uh, a Caribbean veggie wrap, kind of some lighter options for those who may not be wanting to weigh themselves down by a pint of macaroni and cheese every single night.
0: Yeah, and some (laughs) some days it's a little easier to have maybe a a cold wrap or something. Exactly.
1: Like a day... like today exactly yeah
0: yeah and if you are out and you like doing trying some different drinks um i actually grabbed a sorrel drink from there yesterday Mm -hmm. which it just looks like a it looks like like a packaged fruit juice but it's so it's floral and full of ginger and it was really delicious
1: refreshing super refreshing yeah they have a they have a um several different varieties of different tropical drinks that they specialize in as well that you can get yeah you know it's not just all about the food
0: i was pretty impressed i mean a lot of times if you get something like that in a commercial setting it's just way too it's just sugar yeah but that one actually balanced really nice and they they did a really good job i'm Fresh. actually interested in checking out the food mm-hmm. um one of the other nights i'm yeah. interested in checking it out
1: yeah they have a eerie tiger shrimp wrap which sounds interesting. Yeah. So, not a whole lot of people are into doing the seafood on site, but and I really miss Wegman Sushi. They were here last year. Yeah, They're not I, had doing a, it I this remember year. having a
0: hand roll there last yes. year, which was really that was really unique and actually really good. Walking around mm-hmm. with a cone of sushi is just fantastic. It
1: is. It's quite the sight. It was great. It's good for taking pictures of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so hopefully they'll bring that back next year.
0: Well, not only that, so as you mentioned, we we talked about some of the you know, on-site food options. Yes. Tons of stuff in the general vicinity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're you can walk down to the. I don't. I, I don't have a good way of describing what East Ave is right now. Well, it's with, only with the closed. Separated union yeah, Street, you know.
1: It's closed on the weekends, Fridays and Saturdays, and we have um, uh, between. and all the way up to Liberty Pole closed for pedestrians to be able to walk up and down. Mm -hmm. And so right near the Gibbs intersection, that's where we set up a lot of the um, food trucks and vendors that switch between Main Street when they're here Sunday through Thursday. Yeah. So the meatball truck goes over there, and the poutine truck, um, they're lucky enough to have two this year when their new trucks has rolled out. So they do, yeah. They can be in two places at once, which is all the better for them.
0: But the demand's high. I it mean, is. People, people want French fries, gravy, and cheese curds.
1: Exactly. No Why wouldn't it. you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Again, going back to the very rich foods that absolutely. everybody loves to consume.
0: Yeah. And then from, from here, walking distance, I mean – short walking distance there's tons within walking distance from Mm -hmm. here um but in the short walking distance you've got your um oh wow it's killing uh victoire is right over there yes you've got vive if you're into the vegetarian vegan thing
1: and even if you're not you have to try it anyways because it's i mean you could close your eyes and not realize that you're eating i was really
0: impressed by the flavor profiles i went with um the Rochester Pizza Guy, yeah, and uh, John Vito a few weeks ago, and I was I was really impressed. Did with they the... have
1: a flatbread pizza on the menu yes. at the time? Okay, yeah,
0: we we had a, we had a flatbread pizza because mm-hmm. we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's a really cool restaurant, and if you're here, there's no reason not to walk down there.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah, I really. Um, if you can grab a seat in Victoria's Beer Garden outside, it's the perfect place for people watching. Oh and, yeah, you know, grab a bowl of mussels and kind of best Belgium beer you can get. It's the perfect combination, especially for a summer night.
0: Yeah. And then close by, you I mean, Aunt Rosie's right around the corner. Yeah, It's a different Aunt Rosie's than I've always talked about, but it's still open and they're serving food. They have slices of pizza and stuff like that now. To go? Um, yeah, I think so. Nice. I mean, so... A nice easy option right around the corner exactly um and brand new which i don't think you've been to yet is the new fuego coffee right over on euclid street yes. which is I'm a fairly short it. walk from here
1: yeah well i think i'll probably have to stop in on the final night because we have the trombone shorty concert setting up there oh i'm sure so, that's gonna be crazy yeah right they're gonna be guys. packed hopefully yeah. you know they'll get some good uh first timers to come in absolutely and introduce them to the, to the space so yeah, yeah it's
0: interesting checking it out it's you know because um, I think one of the first times we met up was at Fuego. Coffee it was their old over location, on Liberty Pole. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the new place doesn't feel like Fuego yet. Okay. Because the old place had. Just you have such to break it distinct, in a little bit. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this is the second or third day it's open today. I think third day today. So
1: are they keeping anything at the old location? I to think do they're roasting using it as or? yeah.
0: I think they're using okay. it as a production area. Yeah. But this is the new right active cafe, and they have they have a full bar. Uh, they're having and a little food? more food. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if they're doing hot food at mm-hmm. least right away, mm-hmm. but. They've got like cold food options and a full bar open. I mean, it's it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. yeah. And they have everybody's everybody's in love with this. They have the, the donut. Oh. No, they the Donut King. <laughs> the Donut King donuts uh, right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Donut King. He's been uh, the talk of the town lately. It seems He's like. everywhere. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet though.
0: It's really good. Yeah. I Which mean, one? it's it's the still indulgent. I've had that one. Yeah. I had that one. I've had a tiramisu. I've okay. had a, a, an apple fritter, a couple different ones. Mm-hmm. They're really good. I mean. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. good. That's good. I, I would like to try it someday.
0: It's great to have something that's a little more, it's underground still. I mean, they're they're not everywhere yet. Sure. Um, and you know, they're
1: only, they're, um, how would you describe them, mobile? So they yeah. don't have a their own storefront?
0: No, I mean, they're, they're the main things through Maker's Gallery. Okay. So Maker's up on the. Fourth floor at uh, forty-five Elton Street. Right. Uh, another floor
1: forty-five.
0: Th- yeah, it's it's that's another odd location. Yeah. If you don't know where it is. You don't know where it is. But everybody's
1: going to end up over there soon because there's so much development happening, just like there is downtown, which is another exciting thing about people coming on that last night to the Trombone Shorty concert. They're going to see all of the development that's been taking place around Midtown and how they have these cute little corridors with the sidewalks and the street lighting and the plantings. And on the weekdays, the food trucks, that's their go-to spot. They can capture different businesses right in this little um, circumference of... The DNC and Windstream and whoever else has moved in there so far. And they just, yeah, you know, that's their lunch business. It's so
0: different over there. It is. And um, nice job, by the way. It's very professional. Rounding right back into the Jazz Festival. Well,
1: <laughs> we're in the thick of it. How could I not? It's on my brain. You you don't understand. It's a 24-hour thing for us.
0: Well, you say, yesterday we, we, we met up briefly, and we were, we were going to meet up for dinner, and bam, disaster.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're kind of the team who... Um, is the unknown firefighters. Yeah. So, you know, we come in when something happens to make sure that nobody knows it happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, not not that I've ever watched Scandal before on ABC, but <laughs> we but handle it pretty well. You're, you're, you're the Olivia Pope <laughs> of the of the jazz fest.
1: Yeah, n- not as much drama, but
0: and <laughs> hopefully there can't be more drama than is on that. I don't show. get
1: her wardrobe, which that would be amazing. But.
0: <sighs> so striking. I mean, come
1: on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's definitely little corners and pockets that people can get to no matter what they're coming down for. If they're just coming down to catch some free music out on the street, or they've got a club pass, or they're coming to Eastman, you know i i know so many people that come to the headliner shows and they do the you know dinner and show thing they tie it all together and we've got max of in place across the street which they are just bombarded this time of the year i mean i
0: saw i saw the outside area it was a hundred percent full
1: they do private parties in their courtyard so So it's
0: like maybe corporate parties out there yeah you
1: can reserve that in advance um and they'll do all the catering for it and everything and then um, obviously, their restaurant and their lounge is still open. And if you go in to get uh, to take in a show and you use your club pass or pay thirty bucks at the door, they've got a little um, cocktail menu where you can grab snacks and sandwiches and things like that. So it's not bad. Yeah, we have a few venues that you can mm-hmm. eat inside. Uh, the Rochester Club is one of them. Have you been in there yet at all? No. Where, okay. where
0: is that? I'm not. I'm not so aware of
1: it. it's. Uh on East Avenue, but the entrance is actually on Swan Street for the Jazz Fest. And, oh okay. Yeah. And they do a full menu. You sit down and it's very um like old time New York Chicago jazz club. Interesting. Feel. So you sit down, you've got uh, you know, I think eight top tables hmm. and everybody gets rushed in at like five o'clock you order your food your drink and then you're eating dinner as you're taking in the show so it's all a package deal it's really nice
0: do they do stuff all year round or are they they do well
1: they're they're uh a venue for different private events weddings and corporate parties and things like that so yeah but we've um had them as a club pass venue for at least four years now um, and people, you know, that they make a night out of it. They know that they're going to grab their, their dinner there and, and get some good music and have a, great and time. a different,
0: a completely different venue. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're in the opulent venue. Yes. We're, we're at the Eastman theater and we're I at mean, the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one, it's, it's beautiful in here. And, um, I mean, this is where all the big, most of the big headliners end up and
1: right. Which yeah, you
0: can't blame them for that. I mean, this is it is a stunning building. I've only I've been in here a few times.
1: It is not too many
0: times, but a few it times. It is,
1: and it's it's quite breathtaking, especially if you. Um, and the concerts here are much different than what they typically offer with RPO and the pop series. Yeah, and all the stage lighting is customized for the artist who comes in and any kind of other you know staging that they have going on. So people come in and it's. Um, not necessarily what they would expect with obviously the full orchestra setup, And yeah. we take out the pit and we have extra seating in the front and everything. But, you know, people come here early too and they grab a drink at Betty's Cafe and a snack, you know, if they've got cookies and all kinds of sure. concession snacks and things like that. Um, but then usually what happens is after the show gets out around ten o'clock they spill back onto the street and then the food trucks are just crazy. They're ready,
0: just ready to mop up.
1: Rank, yeah, they're raking it in. So I'm you gonna know,
0: say I saw consistent lines. I mean, again, not not unreasonable. So yeah. it's no reason not to come down, even if you're just coming to eat.
1: No, it had I for the few times that I've tried to grab something, you know, quickly. We don't have a ton of time to eat in between our tasks, but right. um, I haven't had to wait more than maybe five minutes. I love grabbing a sandwich from Java's. That's kind of my go-to spot. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it, as I think most people know, Gibb Street is closed throughout the whole For week. For traffic, yeah. So closed through the whole week, but you can still walk through and Java's is right in the heart of the Gibbs Street stage area.
1: Yeah, they have the perfect location. Yeah, and I have and to
0: imagine they're just swamped all the time. They are.
1: I mean, the coffee line is usually pretty, um, it's pretty heavy. However, the sandwich side, they just, they crank it out. and. Yeah. I know on the first day they sold out of their sandwiches, but then I stopped in yesterday and they were pretty well stocked. And yeah,
0: it so- sounds like the first day you was crazy busy. can always get a
1: table, pretty much. Um, maybe not after I talk about them, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a little secret spot. I'm letting you in on all my little
0: yeah.
1: ins and outs, but... Yeah.
0: Sounds like the first day was crazy. I was
1: It was it was crazy in the best of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was such a positive buzz in the air. People were just happy to all be together. It's it's almost like a reunion. You you know people who come down, they're used to staying in the lines together and it's, you know, a time for them to catch up after the past 11 months and and this is like their little this is their vacation. Their staycation.
0: Right, people. I mean, I mean, for the people that are into this, it is this is like the go-to event for the summer.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean it seems that way, anyways. It it kicks off the summer for them. Yeah. I think once Jazz Fest comes around, everybody knows that school's out and summer vacations are starting, and people can just relax. And it just has such a community vibe to it. Everybody coming out, being downtown. Um, there's so many things that you. Don't even have to pay for that. You can take advantage of. their' street performers and and everything. And then obviously all of the activities that are happening on the street with Xerox doing different technology. They have virtual reality going on right now. Yeah, I
0: saw that. I mean, it's it's, it's always I... the DNC
1: is actually doing the virtual reality. But Xerox, yeah, Xerox is doing their lip sync challenge again and things like that. So usually you get you know, a few folks in there after they've been out on the street for a while (laughs) drinking their, you know, summer ale from Brooklyn Lager. (laughs) So yeah. Did you drink anything while you were down here? I didn't other
0: other than my sorrel, which I I greatly enjoyed yesterday. It was hot yesterday Mm -hmm. too. No, I I didn't get a chance to. I mean it's um what what's the it's a pretty what's the selection? It's I don't know what's what the source is. Beer and
1: wine. Typically uh we've got as a sponsor and they have their pre-made sangria which you can get um, in the Big Ten um, and at Harrow because they're the sponsor of Harrow they're doing so they are the um, single sponsor over at Harrow East this year which is one of our club pass venues and they one of the uh, particular liquors that they bottle here in Rochester is the Blue uh, I'm going to forget the name are you a they, rum drinker?
0: I, I do. I will drink rum. I'll drink anything, but usually I'm at, I'm at a base spirit level and nothing that's been modified
1: too much. I don't think this is a huge. I don't. I'm not really sure what the shelf level is, but it's called Blue Chair Bay and it's premium rum. Okay. And they're doing a special drink for the Jazz Fest so okay. you have to stop in there and, and try it if you're into rum because right. I hear it's supposed to be amazing sounds interesting I think it has they they merged uh, Ladestri product their uh, banana there's like a banana chocolate rum thing going on so it's gonna it's gotta taste like a, a banana split interesting yeah. idea yeah. yeah
0: I'm sure that's a crowd pleaser yes maybe not a me the pleaser sweet but dessert
1: a, drinks yeah I was gonna yeah. say
0: maybe not a me pleaser but a crowd pleaser for sure <laughs>
1: You like, mean you're not drinking daiquiris on the weekend?
0: I'll drink a daiquiri, but when I mean it's like made the beach
1: daiquiris. Exactly. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> I'll, I'll drink a margarita, but I won't drink a neon colored one. With, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You don't want it to glow in the middle of the night, right? No, I'm yeah. just I'm
0: too much of a snob to drink stuff like that already.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Oh. Yeah. No, I'll go both ways. I'll go both yeah. ways. i I'm, I'm excited to try it.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's I think a good time to I think we've covered most of the food stuff around here. I mean, there's always more because it's such a yeah. giant venue. But speaking of snobbery, that's how we got to know each other um, <laughs> because you're also you also do restaurant reviews for the Democrat and Chronicle. We
1: were sharing stories about what we like and what we don't like.
0: Yep, war stories a little bit. Yeah, ups and downs because there's, right. there's and we 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 made talk a little about the reviews as they come out, too. And I, sure. I find those conversations really interesting. Absolutely.
1: Well, I am always interested in other people's opinions because, obviously, my opinion isn't the only opinion, and I would never want anybody to think that in any way, and it doesn't, you know... And so I, I obviously like to hear counter, you know, counter reactions from people just yeah. because maybe I had missed something or maybe I could be convinced otherwise, but... Like we went to uh, one of my later reviews in Canandaigua. Yeah, yeah. And we sort of had separate feelings walking away from that. Agreed, and yeah.
0: it's and even when we even if we haven't been to the same place recently, we can, we we've done the little hey, what's going on mm-hmm. at this place because it's, I think you get it, it's good we we've got a little community of people here that are doing similar stuff, but yeah. it's it's nice to get some different. Viewpoints, you—it changes the way you think about it. At least it does for me. I mean, oh, yeah. it gives me a little different perspective if I get either know what you've already done. Sure. I try not to read everybody if somebody's already written about it. Of course.
1: Right. You want to do something different. Yeah. But yeah. After
0: I've eaten, sometimes it's nice to get a little feedback. And
1: yeah. Yeah. I, if if I go somewhere and I know that somebody else has already written about it, then I do not look at it until after I have filed it because I'm always afraid that I'm going to get a phrase or some kind of term stuck in my head and it won't be original. So I do not want to be caught in that (laughs) trap. Yeah.
0: I mean, and and you're all over the place. You're doing what, two or three times a month? I mean, you're...
1: Yeah. I was lucky uh, this time of year, Tracy Schumacher, who's the food writer for the DNC, Mm -hmm. who also does reviews, uh, she took over for me during the Jazz Fest. So oh, it's huge, to, yeah. Yeah. Try, and, trying
0: yeah. trying, to do that all at the same time would <laughs> mm-hmm. probably be mm-hmm. a bad idea.
1: Yeah, so I had one um, right before this started and, and I'll have one right after, but yeah. have a little bit of a break. But most of the time, there's about three a month that I end up doing.
0: Three a month. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm doing one a month and I think it's overwhelming.
1: But you have to go multiple times. I do. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I have to go twice um, yeah. for, for the city paper. I have to go yeah. twice.
1: which I think you, is great. I would definitely... Um, want to be able to do that but I'm a little more limited so
0: yeah yeah because you're doing you're doing one visit Mm
1: -hmm. which I mean that's challenging in of itself Mm -hmm. because Mm
0: -hmm. it's it's one visit right we we're all familiar with the restaurant business Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's one night is hard to define a place on
1: it is but at the same time if I were an average diner and I go somewhere I'm probably going to base my experience on that first time that I went there. Yeah. So, I mean, first impressions meet everything. And I mean, I, I do of, the same thing. It, you kind of have to look at it from, like, the ultimate critical side of things versus um, having, you know, a little bit less pressure on the restaurant to make it work in that one single visit. Yeah. So, and, you know, I try to – understand from their perspective as well. And I can be a little lenient when I know that something could have gone either way. So yeah. try to be soft and gentle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, it, it's one of those things that it's, you know, we 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 all read the, you know, the big city reviewers. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there's, it's such a different feel because they can, they, there's such a high standard Yeah. in a lot of those cities. And that's not to say we have a low standard here, but when they're reviewing places that are 150 a person right they have this i don't know this this flexibility to be more brutal to be more the assertive. expectations
1: are higher for sure yeah yeah i and, mean i'm i sort of wish that we had an outlet to do that where we could just be brutally honest and maybe yeah. it would make a difference in some places but i don't know who that is necessarily helping especially in our market um, so many restaurants are privately owned. It's a mom and pop operation, and you don't, you do not want to be the person responsible for putting them out of business.
0: Right, and it, it's you know, there's there's opportunities to do that. There's always opportunities sure. to be, to be snarky and right. to be mean. Yeah, um, we can find opportunities in almost everywhere you go.
1: Yeah,
0: in one way or another, and where you can, where you can be that person.
1: Sure, and I think I, honesty is also a lot different than just being flat-out mean about yeah. something. So, and I, I know that there are some critics at other publications outside of Rochester that they their intention is to come down harshly because it grabs the attention of the readers.
0: And it absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that grabs readers more than just lambasting somebody yeah. and just... Yeah. Because you can use fantastic descriptors, and <laughs> I mean, when you're writing nicely, you 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 run out of words and descriptors. You can get after a really while. deep, yeah, yeah, and you can get it. There's so, such a wide world of hatred that you can spread. <laughs> oh, I mean, really, it's it's so much easier to write negatively. I think because it's it. I'm it's, kind of on
1: the opposite side of that. I would I would give anything to go to a place and walk away from it with a positive experience.
0: Well, see, I agree with that. I love I always prefer to have a great experience. Yeah. But if you write it's fun something's once great, in a while, exactly. <laughs> if you write everything's great, up. if it's everything's great all the time, you you run out of ways to describe greatness, yes. I think. Unless yes. it's ju- truly superlative. This is true. Which are so few that are truly superlative restaurants, truly you end amazing. You
1: sounding repetitive.
0: Right, because yeah. there's many that are,
1: hey, this was really good. Yeah.
0: There's few that are, oh, this was a life-changing experience. Yeah. There's lots that are, hey, this is really good. Hey, this is this is good. This Mm -hmm. is acceptable. There's less that are terrible.
1: What do you think about a scale system?
0: I'm up and down about it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I don't have to. Yeah. Because my my number does not reflect the way I write Mm -hmm. often. Mm
1: -hmm. So you can tell And people would just look at that.
0: I mean you you can tell if you read if you read my stuff, you can tell I dislike something. Sure. I, I, I seem less interested.
1: It's between the lines. Usually. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm. You can tell I'm not fascinated. You can tell I'm not <laughs> into it as much. When I'm excited, it comes across.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: But if I were to put a number on some places that I may be excited about, if I had to put it on a five scale, they might only be a three. Sure. But people see a three and like, oh, I don't want to go there.
1: Because your five has got to be the best place that you've ever been to. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And if you're being if you're being truly global mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be a 5.
1: Yeah. Or yeah.
0: I mean it's easier when you have a 10 maybe. Yeah. But when you're talking if it's a 5, it's really hard to be 5. Yeah. If you're talking globally, if you're talking New York, you're talking San Francisco, you're talking great restaurants of the country.
1: Right. It's right. really hard
0: to be a 5.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And even the ones that become a 5, it's harder for them to stay there.
0: Yeah. I mean that was, you know, one of the more explosive reviews of the last mm-hmm. year was a a former Michelin star restaurant. So mm-hmm. is it in New York? Mm-hmm. Um, that's per se, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, a disastrous review of a, you know, America's one of America's greatest chefs and one of America's noted restaurants. Mm-hmm. And you read it, I'm like, oh, I. That's interesting. It'd be great to have that in your arsenal, but we also don't have many places that have that kind of standard necessarily, right? You know.
1: Yeah, well, there's certainly no Michelin restaurants in Rochester yet. No, no, no <laughs> I think that's a good point. We
0: we we do need more national attention. We deserve. Yeah. There's some great restaurants here that yeah. do deserve attention, but because
1: there's so many folks that are are truly devoted to bringing the best that is available. Yeah, and we have so yeah. many fantastic farmers that are around our area now, and it's so much easier to get to them and get their product from them. Um, there's really no excuse. And, and even though it's a short season that we can get fresh produce and, and all the, you know, fresh ingredients, it's still, you know, better than anything that you can get anywhere else. So
0: yeah. I mean, we're we're really one of the true agricultural great areas in the country. Sure. We, we don't have the year-round yeah. access that California has. Right. We can't claim that.
1: And if we did, we may not appreciate it as much.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you know it does force – some more creativity in the wintertime.
1: I think we're seeing that more
0: now, people processing ingredients for the Mm wintertime, doing more pickling, doing more fermenting, doing more, keeping things interesting during the winter.
1: Yeah, you would think so. I watched, um, there was that episode of Chef's Table with uh, the chef who's in...
0: um, I'm assuming Magnus Nielsen. Yes. I I watched his uh, half of the um, Mind of a Chef.
1: Yes. So he had you know six yeah. episodes. Yeah. It was a that. very yeah. So so those six episodes were condensed basically in the gotcha. one episode of Chef's Table, and they have their um, underground pantry basically Beautiful. for storing all of their ingredients and and putting all their pickling um, in for the six months of the year that they don't even get sunlight. Right. I mean, we think we have it bad in Rochester because it <laughs> snows and rains and it's cloudy. You know. Four out of the five days of the week, or more than that, but I mean it's even worse there. So (laughs) yeah,
0: and it it was an inspiring episode for what we have the opportunity to do
1: here still. Yeah,
0: and because everything is possible. Yeah, we're we're at the young stages of stuff like that. We really are. Um, And I I see it. I'm like, oh, I'm inspired to see what we can make, what Mm -hmm. we can, what we can take from the summer Mm -hmm. and turn into great access for. Yeah, you
1: really want to bottle this time of the year here because it's amazing. You know, going back to why we're here and what, you know, is happening outside of these walls. It's just, this is, it only happens nine days a year, but you really want to just capture the essence of it and spread it out throughout the year. And I'm just, I'm so lucky that we have so many great and loyal patrons who've come down every year and supported the festival and supported all of the businesses that actually benefit from it as well.
0: Tons of local businesses. Mm -hmm. You don't get a lot of commercial stuff out here. It's, I mean, obviously it's all local. Yeah.
1: Something that not many people know is that all of our vendors are locally based. We don't accept any even applications from somebody who's not based in this area. So I think the furthest out is uh, the Cheese and Confused Truck. They're from uh, Geneva, I believe. Geneseo. Geneseo. Yeah. So
0: I mean, when Geneseo is the farthest thing. Yeah, out. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Going, exactly. I
0: mean that's. For a better term, Greater Rochester.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, because, um, of course, we get inquiries, like, mad, all throughout the year. Our logistics coordinator, Jenna Knopf, uh she said this year she got close to 900.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such great exposure. And I do have to say, we, we do have to wrap up because Amanda is one of the busiest people I know.
1: Well, I would stay here all day if I could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what I, what I do want to say is, you know, I walked around yesterday for a few hours. And the thing you note is... The crowds are excited, they're happy, yeah, they're embracing the local vendors. you've got a lot of true interest this isn't this isn't faked it's it's authentic and repeatable, yeah people come every year yes. because they can they can go down to Marty's meats, which I did yesterday. yeah they can go to what macaroni. did you get? I had a chicken sandwich, which was yeah. kind of perfect, yeah, although if you get it with ranch sauce, a little difficult to walk around in Oh no, was yeah. it dripping. I, I didn't get I didn't get the ranch this time. Were you time? licking
1: your fingers? That would've that would've been
0: good. Walking I mean, do I like food? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Can spot you a mile away. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So um Did you
1: want to mention how the meatball truck did so well on oh, the first yeah. night?
0: So first night
1: Congratulations. A, a to great them. way to
0: close this mm-hmm. out is first night, as we were mentioning before, crazy busy. They broke their record for most people served in one night. That's great. Which is amazing considering they do all the big festivals. Yeah. They're all around the place. They yeah. do all the food truck rodeos. And to say the first night of the Jazz Fest broke their record, that is really saying something.
1: Yeah. We're so happy for them, you know, because they're obviously a local business and we'd love to be able to support them. And Absolutely.
0: D- yeah. 100%. Well, let's, let's get our plugs in so... Come down to the Xerox Rochester International you got Jazz Fest. It. Look, Look at, at that. that. I know yeah. acronyms. I know
1: it's a mouthful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is running through next weekend?
1: Yeah. The final day is Saturday, July 2nd. Okay. So we've got seven more days and uh, six more days, six and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it's XRIJF. I'm usually the one posting the food pics. So gotcha. if you see any of those, I'm probably also eating the food. <laughs>
0: yeah, and there, there's plenty of hashtags to go around. I know the city newspaper is doing hashtag Jazz City this week. That's
1: right, yeah.
0: Um, and I know the jazz festival is retweeting people as they're walking around if you've got something interesting to say. Yeah. Um, and you can check out Amanda's reviews in the Democrat and Chronicle.
1: That's right. Lots yeah. of
0: times more than me. Well,
1: so, <laughs> lots if I'm of lucky. times a month more than me. If I'm lucky, yeah, it's uh, you can check it out online or in the Rock Flavor section on Fridays, and you can find me on Twitter at Amanda's Dish.
0: Yes, and you can find me. I'm Food About Town on Facebook. I am at Stromey on Instagram and Twitter, and. Thanks for stopping over, Amanda, and your thanks busy schedule. Thanks for
1: talking with me. You know this is my favorite subject. So. Yeah. And we,
0: we do need to talk more about Amanda and her food things another time. But this is Jazz Fest. We don't have time for that nonsense today. <laughs> so thanks. See you guys later. Thanks, Chris.